to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kylejohansson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u on the left hand side is a navigation menu you can use this to learn how to load the rebel alliance briefing room podcast on your android or apple phone and tablet and we have direct links to our podcast on apple and google podcast please participate by connecting to our social media answering questions of the week or submitting feedback directly from the site feedback again all of these are available at the rebel alliance briefing room website at r a b r k a i l E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S And now it's time to talk Star Wars I am Kyle John Johansson and this is Andrew Scott Sutton Say hello Hello Unfortunately today we will be without Scott because he is uh, sick with some medication changes and uh, flu shots and all that stuff so Today, we're going to try it without him and see what happens. Uh, today, we're going to review Star Wars and or Episode 1, named Casa. Uh, then we'll uh, discuss the episode, uh, and then we'll have some feedback, which we don't have any, and then we'll uh, talk about a question of the week and see what happens. Uh, again, um, we're reviewing Star Wars and or Episode 1, named Casa. And... Uh, you see, this is a. Everybody needs to remember that this is a uh, prequel to the Rogue One movie, and uh, you know we're we're finding out the backstory of of the start of a rebellion, basically. Um, this is live action. First aired September twenty first. All three episodes at midnight. Um, we have a director of Tony Haynes. Um, and the writer is is Tony Gilroy, Gilroy and Dan Gilroy, um, which uh, they're uh, becoming pretty popular. People like what they do. Um, they're the same uh, writers and directors that did Rogue One as well. Um, of course, we've got Diego Luna and uh, a few other people. Um, and the timeline here we need to remember is uh, five before the Battle of Yavin um, to the Battle of Yavin. So always remember Battle of Yavin is when the first Death Star exploded. Um, Star Wars Galaxy, focusing on Andor, Cassian Andor's journey to discover the differences he can make um, of the burdening rebellion against the Empire. Um, started filming in December of 2020 uh, and I think they just filmed all the seasons straight through um, and they are they will we will see eventually k2so the the uh, really tall robot that was in um, Rogue one um, but I think that's probably going to be in season two we might see maybe later on because he does get involved with the uh, the droid uh, Manipulator guy, um, 
um, Rebo or not Rebo, uh, um, the little short guy that was in, uh, the other movie. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. There's been a lot of marketing and a lot of buzz around this, uh, a show coming out. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's, uh, a totally do, uh, thing for Star Wars because, you know, we're not talking about um, any Skywalkers in this in this show at all, supposedly. Um, we're just talking about um, a rebellion and how it got started against a uh, dictatorship type of empire that just comes in and takes what it wants. Um, and we see lot of, lots of scenes like that, especially when we're um, having the flashbacks to Canari that uh, Cassian is from. Um, there's one scene where, as a kid, he walks up to a a mine that's been uh, done by the Empire, and they just kind of devastated the entire, you know, 30 miles around. The whole area has been dug out for mining, and they're still mining. And um, you know, they abandon whatever they they don't need anymore, and just left it all there. And you know, it's basically a wasteland um, of a hole in the ground that they mined. Anyway, um, let's get started with episode, with the episode here first. I'm going to play a spoiler alert because, um, just in case you haven't seen it, we will be talking explicitly about um, things that happened in the show. So if you don't want to hear that, then you don't want to watch this or listen to this. Um, so here we go. Spoiler alert. Danger, you are about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We are about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. Hey, we're back. Uh, this is Kyle again. Um, again, uh, Scott cannot make it today. He is uh, under the weather. Um, I'm pulling something up here because I feel I have some discrepancies in my notes, but let's just check it real quick. Episode one with Casa. And it's in my notes here, it has actually Cassian's. Um, middle of the name and everything. It uh, his name is Cassian uh, Jerome Andor, and yeah, these notes are fine. Um, all right, so uh, the first part of the the show, they come out and we see uh, Cassian walking down a. A causeway with lights above and everything like that, and he's just it's a long, long walk. Um, he makes his, his way down to a uh, leisure zone on Marina One, which is, I think, the planet that he's on. Um, and he enters a brothel and orders uh, a drink 
because he's waiting uh, for someone to come out. Um, and apparently, these are this is a pretty high end brothel. We find out more about that uh, later in the show um, if you watched it. Um, and a hostess comes out with a an afro that's it's flat on top and it's poofy on the sides, so it's like a a flat top, um, uh, but more poofy on the on the top. So it, it kind of goes like a triangle, I would say. Um, and he's asking about uh, someone who is there, um, supposedly at one point. Um, he's he's asking for a woman, and uh, there's some guards that are there also that are uh, you know empire guards that are you know on break or whatever, and um, you know they're waiting as well, and uh, they're kind of um, heckling Cassian a little bit because they know he's out of place or whatever, and. You know, they think that they're in charge around here, which, I mean, they probably are. Um, and the lady comes out, and they're like, hey, wait a minute, we were here first. And she's like, well, someone's on their way out for you guys, so don't worry. Um, and she starts the conversation with Cassian and comes to find out that he's looking for his sister that used to work there. And uh, she's apparently been gone for quite a while, uh, you know, months months ago. And, um, you know, she gives him uh, kind of some hints about a few things. Um, and he leaves, you know, because he, he didn't find anything out. And, and the hostess leaves, too. So, you know, he can't do anything. He doesn't really want, you know, anything anyway from uh, the brothel. Just some information. And he's, he walks out and starts walking back. And he's walking down, uh, you know, like an alleyway or something. And those guards catch up to him, and they're like, hey, uh, you, uh, you know, where's your ID? And he's like, uh, she just stands there. And, um, you know, then he hears a blaster uh, uh, being turned on, and, you know, raises his hands. He knows he's in for a shakedown of some sort. Um, and the one guard uh, begins to search him, looking for the ID, because, you know, they don't want him to pull anything out. So. He's searching him, and he says, "Go." It's on the other side, and he goes to the other side, and Cassian kind of knocks the guy over and grabs his gun and shoots him, and uh, he falls to the ground. And then he focuses on the other guy. Um, his the gun gets knocked out, and he's ha he has to um, you know fight with the the other guard, and um, you know that that ends up where he finally um, surrenders to, to Cassian and um, they find out that the guy on the ground is dead. Um, he, he killed him. He didn't mean to kill him, but he killed him. And uh, Cassian sees no other way out and he ends up killing the other guard too. Um, which is not good. That's not good for Cassian right now because he's just murdered two uh, um, Imperials and they're going to become looking for him because they don't, they don't let that stuff go. Um, so uh, we we then later switch to a scene where um, our new droid that's for the show, which I don't think it's going to be there for very long. I, don't, I think it's only in uh, you know maybe six or so of the episodes because um, we find out later that uh, Cassian leaves the planet. So. Um, uh, Cassian leaves this planet and goes to uh, Ferrix, um, which is, you know, where his home base is. 
and a we see a, a ground mech named B2EMO traveling down the dirty streets. And, you know, he's just going by, just looking and making sure, you know, trying not to get himself uh, in trouble or caught or noticed or anything. And a bunch of, um, you know, big, uh, ugly, nasty dogs go by. One of them uh, lifts his leg and pees all over him. And he uh, doesn't like that. So he uh, uh, shocks the dog a little bit to, to scare him off. And the dog runs off, um, which is pretty funny. It was a pretty funny scene. Um, and then we see Cassian has a flashback um, of his sister, which apparently his sister is younger than him, uh, much younger. Um, you know, I see in this flashback, you know, Cassian's like maybe eight and his sister's smaller. So she's got to be like five or six or something like that. Um, it doesn't really say anywhere what their ages are. Um, but they see a starship crash into the mountains. Um and, you know, that flashback is over. They just, you know, we see the craft coming through the air and it eventually, boom, and, you know, they're they're all amazed and shocked by it, you know, because they're, you know, maybe a primitive tribe of some sort. They don't appear to have any weapons. They, they're they using, like, um, um, dart, dart guns, basically, that they blow in and it shoots a dart out. Um, and then we come back and... Uh, the the droid B B two EMO makes it to Andor or uh, Cassian, and um, he he's refusing to give information to, to Cassian, um, but then he uh, shares some of it. Um, Cassian's just trying to get information about um, his family while he was gone, so he's uh, he, he uh, tells him a few things about uh, Jezzy and Femi. And they brought supper to Marva and medicine. Um, and his Brazo was looking in for him, his friend Brazo, um, which we meet here in a little bit. Marva is concerned that Andor or Cassian is mixing with a bad company and getting himself in trouble. Uh, and Andor tells uh, the droid to not tell anybody about where he's at. Um, and he, uh, fix a wire and there's like a piece of metal that's stuck in there and he pulls that out. Um, and Andor leaves and travels into town. And this is where we meet Brazo, um, outside of his work. He, uh, tells Brazo to lie about what he was doing last night. You know, he, uh, he makes up a story and, um, asks Brazo to, um, you know, kind of adhere to it. You know, they were, they were drinking at his house and, you know, he decided to stay there because he was drunk and didn't want to, you know, go out and get in any trouble, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, they, and Cassian injured himself um, while he was drunk, um, you know, to, you know, because he has, he has a couple scratches on his head and stuff from the fight with, uh, with the guards. Um, so he, he gets a, he gets himself an, an alibi for the, um, for the, the fighting and, and eventually killing of those two guards. Um, and then we switch to a scene where uh, we're at the corporate headquarters. Um, you know, the pre-more deputy inspectors, Cyril Karin, 
is telling his uh, supervisor, Chief Inspector Hain, about a death of two of his colleagues from the previous night. Um, and uh, the uh, Chief Inspector knows um, one of the guards named Kravis and a former, he was a former commander reduced in rank. Um, Haynes says that the guy was pretty, uh, pretty despicable. Um, and they get he, he, the uh, uh, deputy inspector gives him information about um, a dark gentleman that was asking for a canary girl um, at the uh, brothel. Because uh, that's the only information they have. Um, and nobody saw the guards get killed. Um, and, uh, you know, Haynes turns off the recording system that uh, they normally use and says, hey, uh, this whole thing needs to be swept under the rug, basically. He says, you know, uh, we don't want a big situation here. We want to make it look like we got everything in control. So I want you to kind of um, make up a story to cover this um, so we don't um, get a bunch of people coming in because of a murdered, some murdered uh, uh, Imperial Guards. Um, and, you know, he basically wants them to report they were in a fight at the brothel. Um, you know, he tells them that, you know, they're on a planet where brothels aren't supposed to be there. Alcohol isn't supposed to be shared. None of that supposed, stuff is supposed to happen. And it's happening right under their eyes. Um, and they let it happen under their eyes. So he's like, you know, we don't want all these people coming and looking at all of that. Um, and now we uh, switch to Cassian. He's visiting... Uh, a mechanic named Bix Kaleen at, at the garage. He asks for her, and uh, one of the guys says, uh, yeah, she's back in the shop. And we see her taking um, some parts off of a, off of a motor. Um, it looks like uh, she, she's just stripping it for different parts. Yeah, you know. Uh, this this planet that we're on, it looks like it's kind of a salvage planet anyway. There's lots of uh, distressed or broken down or damaged uh, equipment around, and they uh, looks like they make money off of uh, getting people parts that they need. And uh, she he's looking for a a vehicle of some sort so he can. Uh, Take it for a ride. And uh, Cassian says he's already got something lined up, um, but was hoping that she would provide something. Um, he asks for Bix to help him uh, with uh, selling something. And this, uh, we meet uh, the guy, uh, Tim Carlo. Um, he talks, comes in and talks about a, uh, 
Wobany run and ask Bix if she's interested. Um, and uh, Bix had Cassian sees that Bix has some sort of feelings for him. Um, and Tim asks about some some clandestine work, um, you know, some um, back end work that uh, you know was being secret. And Bix kind of tells Tim that there's nothing about it. Um, then there's uh, a small conversation between Cassian and. Um, Tim, uh, and you know about uh, relationships and such, and there's a flashback again, um, and we're back on um, Canari with, you know, Andor is a small child, um, and they're in some sort of ceremony, and they're putting uh, stripes of paint on their right down the middle of their faces, um, possibly because they're going out, um, you know, hunting or a war kind of thing. Um, you know, they're going to face some danger. It's probably because they're going to go check out the uh, crashed ship that crashed earlier. And uh, then we flash back and uh, Cyril, the uh, uh, commander, assistant uh, inspector, um, says they're tracking... Some ships and that are that are uh, illegally coming into uh, Maloran One, um, and there's a a guy called Nurichi that comes up to Cassian and says, "Hey, uh, you owe me some money. Um, I gave you some money so you could get a loan, and I need that money back." And uh, then he's cornered by. By a really tall, uh, weird-looking animal called uh, he calls him Vetch, uh, which is he says is muscle. Um, and Cassian is like, you know, really, uh, you bring him in, you know, Vetch is selling selling out uh, to you, um, and Cassian promises that he'll. Uh, eventually get the money for him. He's going to get it right now. As a matter of fact, he's got a, a deal in, in the works. Um, and and then we go back to the garage and we see Bix tell Tim that she's going on an errand. Um, Tim follows her um, and so on. Bix visits a dealer telling them that they're looking for a, a Bendy Mesh Tech Filter. And uh, she tells, or he tells him, tells her that it's on the racks in the back. And Bix heads to the end of the garage and climbs a ladder where she taps into a circuit box. Um, looks like some sort of communication type of box or whatever. Um, and then we see another flashback where the children are at the ship now. And they're going in to investigate. Um, and you know they're they're uh, they're preparing to go and they're taking the trip and uh, uh, one of the elder children, which uh, it doesn't look like 
there's very many older people in this tribe. They're all kind of young looking uh, kids and such. Uh, we see a few, but most of uh, the active people in this tribe seem to be kids um, or children. Um, you know, young age, you know, 17, 18 or so, 20s, some of them. And uh, we see here that um, in the preparations that um, Casa, which is Cassian, Cassian's uh, original name, uh, Casa, maybe a nickname, is originally he's originally left out of the ceremonies, but um, one of the elders, uh, you know, notices he's looking on and and, and lets him um, join uh, in the ceremonies uh, in preparations. And then we see, uh, we go back to the uh, Imperial um, Cyril again, where he's got a bunch of analysts uh, looking for leads on the Canary males on Ferrix. The analysts, analysts have little information, um, and there's not much on the census data. It goes, only goes back six years. Uh, and Cyril is determined to... Um, investigate this murder, even though his uh, superior told him to kind of uh, wipe it under the table. Um, and we see, uh, you know, them questioning and talking to other people and uh, to get information. And back on Ferrix, a bearded man named Pegola meets with Andor aboard his transport. Pegola asks Andor if he is what he's doing and tells him that that it, that he needs tells him that he is in in the office uh, and tells him that he refused the ship. Uh, Pegola notices that and Cassian is swapping out the ship's ship logs, um, uh, you know, to uh, wipe out any information about his his travels on that ship because um, apparently Cassian's been um, using the ship uh, to do different things in the off hours when nobody notices. Um, he's kind of protecting himself and uh, uh, Pegola. Uh, then we hear the boss over the over, over, overhead intercom asking for Pe Pegola to come in um, and explain what's going on. Pegola claims that there's yard rats in the back and he's trying to uh, take care of them. Um, and this is where we see Cassian ask for the ship again. Uh, but uh, Pegola refuses. And then we go into another flashback where um, the tribe is, is getting ready to leave. They're, and they leave. And Andor's sister, Carrie... Wants to follow, but she's too young. So Andor or Cassian promises to return, and then we see some, some, uh, see them traveling um, in, into the woods and stuff. Cassian, uh, I think this is where we get the scene where Cassian um, sees the big mine, um, and he's he's overlooking a cliff where the it's all dug out, and they've pretty much you know, you know terrorized the, the land. 
and we get um, credits not long after that. So that was uh, today's episode. It was, it was kind of short. Um, I think it was like 38 minutes. Let's check that officially. It was 42 minutes. Uh, the next episode's 38. Okay. So it was, it was 42 minutes, and it wasn't that long. It wasn't uh, a huge um, episode. There, there, there's a few background things that we learned. Um, and I think we'll learn that the reason these three were released at the same time is they all kind of blend together. They should, uh, they should all probably be one episode, but, um, they go together. So, and I think we're going to find that in this first season is there's sets of episodes that go together. You know, the first three, the second three, you know, maybe the second four or something like that. Um, all right. So we went through all that. Let me, uh take a drink here and I'm going to play this. We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate with an ancients called Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Moss Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each and enjoyed with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the Galactic Flamous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. Yeah, that's Juan Cantina with lots and lots of varieties of margaritas. Just off uh, Moss Eisley Spaceport. Yeah, let's enjoy some of that. I always love a good Mexican uh, big old pitcher of margaritas. It's pretty good to do right before we go to a baseball game. It's awesome. All right, so um, that was the episode. We'd love to hear what you think about it. Uh, you know, I thought it was a pretty good episode. It, it's it's not necessarily a fast action episode, but there's there's action in there. You know, there's fighting, there's you know, running and chasing, and a few things like that. Um, but it's more of a backstory ep- episode, the first one, which that's I mean, that's the first episode. It doesn't have to be, excuse me, action packed, but you know, might want to be to keep keep our attention, right? So there's that. Um, so what do you guys think about, you know, this Tim guy and um, Bix and maybe the droid um, E2M, EMO, um, anything like that? You guys have any information, any uh, questions, any feedback, anything like that? Um, I'm going to put a question of the week out on the website here in a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask uh, Will Cassian find uh carrie which is his sister which she's you know that's where he went to the brothel looking for her um and i think we find out uh so far in the next couple episodes that we don't know that for sure um but it's uh i'm sure it's something that we'll figure out eventually you know that you know she's either somewhere and he's going to go find her or maybe she's dead or something who knows what what it is we don't know for sure um but I think that this is uh, this is a good start for the show. Um, this episode um, or this show is 
like I said, completely different. Um, we meet um, people on a, on a desolate planet that's, you know, basically they're struggling for food and everything like that because they're, they're all poor. Their um, only thing they can do is, is scavenge and, and, and sell whatever they can find kind of thing. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a pretty cool episode. Um, so we, we'd like Yeah, so we, we need your feedback uh, as much as possible. We've got several options for that. You can go to our website. There's a link on the left-hand side, like we said before. That that side that um, will take you to um, feedback, and it's a simple form you fill out. You put in a, a name you want to be identified as, and then you just put in whatever feedback you want. And I think it's pretty much the field for your feedback is pretty much an unlimited field. You put in as much as, as you want in there. Um, we reserve the right to edit it for time. Um, but we promise that your feedback will be included if you submit it through this form. Um, I will tell you that it gives some sort of option to um, log into your account here, um, but you don't have to. You only have to log in if you want to save uh, what you've got on the form and submit it later kind of thing. So if you're you know in the middle of something, you think of it, and then you got a phone call, you can log in, save it, and then come back later and finish what you're talking about. Otherwise, you don't have to log in. Um, we don't collect any information from this form except for you know the name that you put and the feedback that you provide. Um, we also have an email address, feedback at kylejohansson.us. That was mentioned in the uh, little thing there. Um, there's a link on the left side again. Oh, that side. That's for question of the week. Um, which I told you will be, um, will Cassian find Carrie? Uh, and, you know, we'll we find that, and I'll put some uh, options there for you. Um, in that, um, after you submit your vote there, there's an option you can put a comment there as well. Um, that's perfectly acceptable for comments there. Um, you know, we encourage you to answer the question of the week because that could be uh, some fun discussion. Um, you know, follow us on social media. You can always uh, try to try to send us a message through there. Um, you know, and we'll, if we see it, um, please put the hashtag uh, the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room and we'll uh, include it in the podcast as well. Um, the other place you can go to submit feedback is this podcast is also um on youtube um and youtube allows comments on there as well we'd, we'd love to see comments there um you know we will uh look through them and answer them there if we can and we'll answer them on the podcast anything that you submit for feedback um we will make every effort to include it in the next episode of the podcast so we can discuss um what you what you come up with um, so there's the feedback.
Well, thanks for listening. I'm going to play this outro. Sorry today that uh, Scott wasn't able to join us. He, uh, like I said, is dealing with some um, flu shot, and he, I think he probably got another um, COVID booster and all that. So he's pumped with all these uh, antibodies that are kind of making him feel a little um, sick today. So uh, we don't see him. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kylejohansson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at r-a-b-r-k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n-dot-u-s. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle John Hanson, and this is Andrew Scott Seven. Say goodbye now. Goodbye. Sorry Scott couldn't join today, but uh, he'll join next time he's available.